from the Willamette Valley in America's great Pacific Northwest. You are listening to the Ernest Mann Show, and I'm your host, Ernest Mann. No matter where you may be listening in this great, big, beautiful world, we all share. Yes, indeed. And while I'm at it, I would like to send a very special thank you to my listeners in Portsmouth, England. Your support is very much appreciated. And this is going to be episode number 202. Don't be worried about Britney Spears. Who you should be worried about is you. I have two words, folks. Vicarious identification. And that is the subject that we are going to be talking about. Because this is what is really at the heart of what is going on with, um, I should say, the uh, all the adulation for Britney Spears. There are several ways you could talk about this. I want to talk about it in the clearest sense. Um, there are... There are healthy identifications to a point, I believe, um, especially depending on your age and stage in your life. For example, when I was a kid, when I was a teenager, I loved kung fu movies. And I enjoyed them so much that I got to actually know by their names, um the actors names and so did my friends and many uh there were different many different companies but um this was in the this would have been in the mid to late 70s and they um yeah the ones that made all these different um Kung Fu movies, they used different actors interchangeably to a point. And then when this really started taking off, um, pretty much the same thing happened that happened as it did in America, that uh, certain actors um, became more or less under contract to the studios that, well, were willing to pay them under contract. So pretty slowly at first and then very quickly, um, the bigger studios, the more successful ones, just like in America, just like, well, basically what money does everywhere is it gobbles up everything else. And you only had a few key players. And one of those was the Shaw brothers. And so many of the films I watched were of from the Shaw brothers and they had many of the best, um, you know, 
kung fu actors. But I, uh, I really enjoyed those movies, and at the time I knew all the names of the various actors, and I would talk to my friends, and we were just so giddy and so excited. And if we heard of, uh, you know, a new title coming up, and we would even sit around and talk about, oh, we think this certain actor who played this character was, oh, he would totally kick the ass of Master So-and-so, and... And the point is, I'm saying, you know, the few adults that happened to be in the room when listening while we were so enthusiastically going on with this nonsense just had to shake their head and walk away <laughs> because that's all it was. And all these years later, the one good thing, as the old saying goes, that the more they change, the more they stay the same. And in that respect, it is the same. And the reason it is the same as it was then, as it is now, is that none of it fucking matters. None of it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> is it real? And doesn't matter. Last time I checked, I was not having sex with Britney Spears. I would probably very much like to have sex with Britney Spears, but I never have. And probably more than likely 99% chance I probably never will. In addition to that, um her her height of her career doing bubblegum music, well, I'm not a bubblegum music guy. Um, and we are of a different generation. So when you factor all these things together, particularly as though she was a, you know, that was the whole marketing angle was that she was a hot, you know, sex bot. That's it. That is it. Just fucking that's it. Okay. And so when, you know, when you factor all that in, that is it. There is nothing more that's it and then that was then and <clears throat> you know to me she's still certainly hot but she is over 40 and in this business she's old she's old madonna's ancient old madonna's completely lost her mind <laughs> She should have, you know, really bowed out on top gracefully, like some performers of that era have done a few. But no, that you know, there's a time to hang it up, and when you don't, you just become, you basically just become an embarrassing uh, caricature of yourself, and that's what happened with her. And so, yeah. She is on the, she was long ago on the downside of 30. <laughs> and now she's 40 plus. And that, that's just the, um, the SMV realities of life for women. And that's it. And so she may be, you know, and they say that there was this whole thing about the video. 
And God, it's just that, you know, the headlines, when I read them, of course, they're intended to be as, you know, clickbaity as possible. And that's all it is. And that's it. Again, no substance. Let me see if I look up here. Um, yeah, headlines like uh, Britney Spears fans are once again concerned over her mental health after new dancing videos in a snakeskin thong. She genuinely needs help. God damn. Um, yeah. Okay, so let's get back to what I was saying, folks. This is what's really sad about all this is that it's nothing but vicarious identification. And I say to not worry about her. I mean, when she did those videos, for instance, maybe she was high. Maybe she was high on drugs, alcohol, both, whatever. But that's her fucking life. If you had a next-door neighbor who was a bit eccentric or crazy, and they were doing this, hopefully, you would just shrug your shoulders and say, well, you know, it's my crazy next-door neighbor. As long as they're not loud, disturbing the peace, banging your door down at 3 a.m. in the morning, as long as it isn't that, if you just occasionally notice them, occasionally, you know, I don't know, say it's a female and you're a male and she walks out in her yard naked in the moonlight and you're checking her out. That's cool. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that <laughs> whatsoever. But I mean, you know, if she's doing all that or drugs or no drugs or she's fucking crazy, then that, that's that's it. But it's nothing for you to be concerned about. So these things, these tabloids, these things, this is where the conditioning begins. As though your entire life depends upon it. That's called, that is the term of vicarious identification. When you identify yourself through another person, this is what teenagers do. This is what for lack of a better term, simpletons, simple-minded people do. Like, sorry, but that's the whole point of sports fans. And the more extreme they are, you know, these males, typically males, some women, but usually males, the guys that are all beer-gutted and shit, but they wear the horns on their heads or they paint their faces and their bodies and they're in the front row and they're screaming and cheering, that kind of shit. To an extent, I say to an extent, like me in my youth, you know, getting super charged up and then doing, remember being real excited and doing kung fu moves for, I don't know, like an hour or whatever after the movie we all saw as young teenage males will often do, you know, mimicking stuff and horsing around with each other. Um, yeah, again... Kind of, sort of, understandable, forgive, forgivable for a teenager. 
not for a 30 or older fucking person. This means don't worry about how much trouble they are in. You're in trouble. So I'm saying whatever's going on with her, that's her. Doesn't have to be you, and you don't have to be concerned about it because, you know, I already told you my position on it is that her and I have not, never have, and unfortunately probably never will have sex. And she sure as hell isn't paying my bills. So, I am not very uh, concerned about the life of Britney Spears. And if you are, then there is a problem. Because what you'll notice about people who are like this is like, not only do they identify in that way, which is I mean, it's really teen. It's teen. Teen. And teen in a fucking adult is abnormal. It's not cool. It's not funny. You know, acting acting like you're 14, if you're 16, eh, okay. Acting like you're 16 and you're fucking 30 or 35, that's a big problem. That does not, um, you know, that doesn't look like a healthy future there. Now, what should make you angry, instead of just reading it, instead of just reading the headline, such as the one that I just read to you, Something from She Finds, but that's it. But there are several headlines like this, and it is directly manipulative, meant to be that way to you. And when you read it, when you read this line, and I'll read it again, Britney Spears fans are once again, quote, concerned over her mental health after new dancing videos in a snakeskin thong. She genuinely needs help. This is something that is supposed to, in and of itself, piss you off. You should be sending hate mail because hate mail to these people because clearly their only purpose is to rile you up emotionally and to bring on the said case once again of um, vicarious identification. Unless you're having sex with them, unless possibly they are a close family member or a close friend, or you're having sex with them, or they're providing you with money somehow for some reason, because hopefully they care about you, then you are not supposed to have any concern with their life at all. You're not supposed to be brokenhearted by anything. You're not supposed to be gnawing on your fingernails. 
Oh my god, I wonder what's wrong with Brittany? No. That only demonstrates there's something wrong with you. Whatever the hell is wrong, or maybe isn't wrong. You know, I happen to um I happen to watch both of those videos and I don't again, I don't particularly care. Again, maybe she was drunk or half high or on drugs or whatever. Maybe she's going through a um, a midlife crisis, which would make sense because, you know, it's like certain cutesy names um, that you had at 25. You should not be being addressed by those cutesy names when you're like 40. I mean, that's just my general rule. Um, perhaps the only, I don't know, just saying maybe I'm being biased because she was my, of my generation, let's say, but uh, maybe a few exceptions, okay, like Goldie Hawn, because at 35, 40 years old, Goldie Hawn was still very attractive. So, I don't know. Maybe you can get away with it. You can get away with that shit when you're still incredibly hot. And to me, again, to my old ass eyes, she is. But, you know, to a 23-year-old guy who's, you know, very uh, Chuck Steak himself, very chattish. You know, he looks at her and it's like, well, yeah, you know, I would, I would, I would hit it, but... You know, she's kind of old, dude. They're not going to say that, but... So, she may be having a, um, you know, a midlife crisis of her own. Not to mention the fact, probably aided by, again, drugs or alcohol. I mean, even at her best, she's been a party girl. Shit, that's what her whole... That's her whole thing. You know, if I had to, let's put it in something funny that you can remember. If any of you out there have ever seen The Big Lebowski, you know, she's Bunny. <laughs> she's Bunny. She's the character Bunny. I ask you to see the movie if you haven't, but remember the first, when you were first introduced in that movie, her line to Jeff Bridges, otherwise known as the dude, and what she said to him when she's sitting by the pool. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just going to go hit that cash machine, man. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, her and girls like her, they're Bunny. She was like Bunny Lebowski. And once again, it is one of those deals that you are supposed to be all consumed with your time. I would suggest with all of this stuff, male, female, all of it, you guys that include sports, it's like, screw this shit. 
you know, it may seem it may seem as strange. You want to talk about something that is strange? Another form of a vicarious identification, if you want to know what feels incredibly awkward and weird, and it feels this way for like, I don't know, three, four, five years initially when you do it, walk away from Christmas. Do what I did and walk away from Christmas completely. And don't accept any gifts and tell people and people that just the pressure and they assume you've lost your mind or, you know, it's like, yeah, it's um, I got my reasons. Hey, you don't have to get me any gifts, um, you know, and sometimes they insist and you take the gifts. You say, but I'm not getting anyone gifts. And after a few years, it finally starts to catch hold and fizzle out that you're not part of the, you know, the clan in that respect. But the ones that were really your your friends and respect you and understand, then they stick around. And the other ones clearly just over um, a a consumer consumer capitalist, whatever you want to call it, but a consumer ritual that we do every fucking year. And they want to, if they want to be away from you and divorce you as a friend or even a family member, and they want to do that over this 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 uh, nightmarish ritual every year, then they weren't your fr- that caring in the first place. We need to pause for just a moment to give you this brief but important message. As you know, I do not accept any third-party advertising on my podcast episodes and I really want to keep it that way. My feeling is that we are forced to put up with constant advertising bullshit 24-7 as it is, and I want to do my part to minimize that bullshit. So no third-party advertising. You can just listen to the episode and you're fine. So if that appeals to you, and you would like to help me keep it commercial-free, well... I need your support. If you would go to my website, theearnestmanshow.com, and click on the Feed the Fridge tab, that's exactly what will be done. 100% goes to the feeding of the fridge and or keeping the lights on. Or you can click on the tab that says Earnest Stuff. Either way, you're supporting the show and making certain that it remains commercial-free. So that's all I wanted to say. As I said, I would keep it brief. So if you're going to give support, or if you have already done so in the past, I sincerely thank you. Now, back to the show. That's the beauty of it. That is one of those things by making a decision, what I found, and that many other people have found, is that... By making these kinds of decisions about things like that, it does help to separate as far as those people who really care about you, again, friends, family, who the hell ever it may be. But it's really a good way of separating the wheat from the chaff. And um, that's what I did. And, I don't know, it's been 
30 years ago. And the sun still rose. Did I lose friends and family? Yes, I did. Do I regret it? No, I don't. And this is the same thing with this whole game of vicarious identification. You see, on the celebrity end, their whole, their whole thing is just that, is to keep you mesmerized. That's how they make their fucking money. Okay? And that's how you don't have any money. They don't, do they come directly? Does um, Britney or any other actor, any other famous, these, do they come directly and stick their hands in your, in your pocket or purse or whatever and take out your cash or take your credit cards or whatever? No, of course not. It isn't done that way because that would be, if they did it that way, they would plainly be, well, robbery. And so, of course, they don't do that. It's done through ticket prices and subscriptions and all the other bullshit that uh, we, I say we, not so much moi, but we keep engaging in because we won't or we are afraid of disconnecting and having something ourselves, which should be really important to us, meaning a life. I have a life. It's far from perfect. But I enjoy doing what I'm doing right now, talking to you about this. You see, that's my thing. My thing isn't talking and caring and passionately caring and all and sitting here for fucking hours and speculating with concerned people. I wonder what could be going on with Brittany. Someone please answer. Nope. Ain't gonna fucking happen, folks. And it shouldn't be happening to you either. Life is short. You gotta get your own shit together. And that's why I say worry about your shit. And when I saw this, I knew exactly what, you know, I wanted to say. And I know I'm going to catch hell. I know I'm going to catch a lot of flack. Because there simply are just so many people that for reasons that I cannot understand or fathom, they are afraid to disconnect. Or they don't understand that they're even connected. Because you can't have a motivation to disconnect if you don't even understand that you are connected if you're not even aware of that. But if you're walking around and you're engaging in things like professional sports and what's this player going to do 
any news of it at all, whether being traded to teams, being traded up, being traded down, if they got trouble with the law, if they did or didn't, you know, take drugs or beat the, the shit out of their wives or girlfriends, any of that, all of it, any and all of it. If you're doing that, you're plugged in. If you're really caring about Brittany, if you get angry at me and you say, oh, you're just being insensitive. No, I'm not. I'm being rational. I'm being a realist. I don't like from corporations, you know, generating concern, artificial concern, and fucking being manipulated. I don't like it. It offends me. And it should offend you. There's a hell of a lot more things that I, you, we, in my opinion, should be concerned about. And the fate of Britney Spears is not one of them. With her still possessing her multi-millions and billions of dollars, um, Britney should be okay. And then again... Not knowing anything tomorrow, just not knowing, because I don't claim to have a crystal ball, and I'm not wishing this so that I will not be misconstrued later on, but I'm saying, who knows, she could get high as, high as a kite on something and, you know, be imagining that she's a butterfly and leaps out a window that's 30 stories high and becomes street pizza. Do I want that? No. But I'm saying it could happen because this is the world that these people live in. And unfortunately, again, the dictates of reality, it's extremely high pressure. And also when you're hit on all sides, when you have to deal, you have to come out of the cocoon facing the new reality, especially when you're her and you were an absolute sex spot back in the day when she was young, of course, and you're not anymore. That's a harsh pill to take, and it's a very harsh pill for someone like her and celebrities and, you know, and for women. For men, it's hard, but... <laughs> Maybe not as hard. That that aspect they can, if you're someone's, you know, guys like Russell Crowe and people of that ilk, you know, they uh, George Clooney, Sean Penn, all these these guys of, of that era, you know, they're they're comfortable enough. Of course, they don't they don't like handing over the mantle of G coolness but you know they do it but for women it can be much more difficult and so I'm saying that could conceivably happen tomorrow and then you know I'm going to get all the hate hate mail and this and this and Ernest you, you said that she should just jump out no I didn't say she should do that again here we go crazy crazy I didn't say she should 
I said, I wouldn't be surprised. It is possible. I don't want her to. But this is the territory I'm saying. This is, this is part of the beast that people in this industry, in this business, have to deal with. You know, and it is what it is. Yet, my bigger point here is that you and I should not be living our life vicariously. Especially if you're not a 13 or 14 year old. So, anywho... All I can say to you is this. Those words are like curious identification. And they're not bad words. They're just descriptive. And so what that means is that <clears throat> there are no bad words. Only bad actions. I'm out of here. So what did you think of this episode? You can go on over to theearnestmanshow.com, find this particular episode number, and leave a comment for me and the rest of the world just below the player in the comments section. And additionally, unlike platforms such as this, I do not treat you or want to treat you as a child. I don't want to tell you what language you can use. I don't want to prescribe what are good words or what are bad words. I want you to have the freedom to express yourself exactly the way you wish. Until next time, this is Ernest Mann reminding you that there are no bad words, only bad actions. <laughs>